1: And good Friday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Friday edition of The Grind. Excited to be in here. uh, Another summer-ish day. Another summer-ish morning. It's a little muggy this morning, but excited uh, to be here. Supposed to be another great day uh, today. Excited about what the weekend looks like. Uh, Again, some sports to be had. uh, Some NASCAR to be had. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit today uh, about, one, Major League Baseball. That is a uh, that is a marriage, divorce, breakup gone wrong in a lot of different ways. And we'll kind of break down what the current status is and then kind of some thoughts on that. Uh, going to talk about Jeremy Pruitt a little bit in the middle portion of the show. Uh, how maybe he was not always a polished recruiter. A uh, little little story he dropped at a uh, at an event here a couple days ago speaks to uh, AJ McCarron uh, and, and another uh, I can't remember the linebacker's name Fluker I think uh, his his recruitment at Alabama and how Jeremy Pruitt had a simple task and how it all went uh, the other way uh, in that in that recruitment and we'll talk a little bit about that and and just just kind of that dynamic and and honestly. The fact that uh, this had to happen in recruiting just just begs the question: What's everybody else doing? You know, how do you how do you sweeten the pot if uh, if you basically got to live in? So we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, and then on the back end of the show, big time number today: ninety-two days until it's football time in Tennessee. Ninety-two, a great number for Tennessee, is it's a retired number for Tennessee now, worn by greats such as. Uh, as Al, as Reggie White, uh, you, you look at uh, Albert Hainsworth wore it. Uh, in the pros, you saw guys like Sean Ellis wear it. Uh, there's a lot of former Vols uh, that hooked up in, with number 92 and, and got a lot of good life out of it. Uh, you talk in the pros at, at other sports, uh, guys like Michael Strahan wore number 92. Uh, Harrison, uh, James Harrison for the Steelers. Uh, war 92 there's a lot of great people uh, that war 92 will run through some of those names again 92 is a is an odd number in other sports so we we'll, we'll probably stick a lot closer uh, to football in today's countdown but uh, 92 days until it's football time in Tennessee but uh, major league baseball players will not they said they will not take another pay cut and have resoundedly, Uh, rejected the league's plan to begin the season according to a statement from Union Executive Director Tony Clark. The statement came just a few hours after the conference call uh, from the association's executive board and several Major League Baseball Players Association leaders uh, and only one day after the league rejected a proposal from the players to play 114 games with a full prorated salary. Uh, the league wanted a drastically reduced schedule in order for owners to be able to pay players on a per-game basis. It says earlier this week, Major League Baseball communicated its intention to schedule a drastically shortened 2020 season unless players negotiate salary concessions. Uh, that's what Clark said. The concessions being sought are in addition to billions in player salary reductions that have already been agreed upon. Um, basically, uh, there was some breakdown in communication early in March. As this stuff started ramping up, the COVID-19, uh, shutdown began, there was a certain level of agreement player to, two organizations saying, uh, players believed that the late March agreement between both sides spelled out their pay for the season on a prorated basis. But language in the new deal, uh, discusses some economic feasibility and that's in quotations. Of playing games without fans in the stands, uh, the league's first proposal since the agreement called for a sliding scale of further pay cuts under an 82-game season was flatly rejected by the players. The talks are now at a standstill. My question, my question is, is what? What are so we're after? We're after compensation, and we're after. We're after a limited number of games that can manage the loss of revenue taken in from no fans in the stands. I'm trying. I'm trying to understand. I, I and here's what I, I'm. I'm at a quandary at because I, I see both sides. I see that that players look at this as an off opportunity for the owners to use this as a benchmark. They're saying, "Listen, if we if we continue to cut, we continue to cut." It's going to have a ripple effect that impacts contract negotiations for years to come, and I get that. I get all the uh, all that dynamic and what that that looks like. Uh, but I think the the owners have a really good point. What, what is what? And I understand that there are certain owners that that stand alone, have have wealth, have have a level of income or assets that that could sustain some things but i think a lot of organizations especially those that that you know have shareholders and such um uh, big part of that budget is ticket sales merchandise sales and concession sales sales all three of those at a general sense drastically reduced for the year very good chance that the 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 ticket office zero. Uh, Merchandise, you have online orders, you you have different things, so there's ways to market that and maybe get some revenue there. Concession stands, I watched the thing, uh, the NASCAR race this past weekend at Bristol. I don't know, if you've never been to Bristol, it's an experience from a merchandising standpoint. There's trailers everywhere. There's little stands everywhere. You can get a turkey leg, you can get a italian sausage you can get a philly cheesesteak you can get chips you can get all these homemade little items and that's before you ever get to the track it's just that opportunity for for revenue is always there merchandise is always there so the cash flow for these owners is 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 very much they, they can operate at the red but they don't need to operate in the red um and i think that's where the the disconnects come in. it says players propose more games two years of expanded playoffs salary deferrals in the event of a 2020 playoff cancellation and the exploration of additional jewel events and broadcast enhancements aimed at creativity bringing our players to the fans but simultaneously jacking the value of the product so uh, again that's what Clark's statement reads. He's, he's for the players. Rather than engage, the league replied it will shorten the season unless players agree to further salary reductions. The overwhelming consensus of the board is that players are ready to report, uh, ready to get back on the field, and they're willing to do so under unprecedented conditions that could affect the health and safety of not just themselves, but their family as well. That, the league demands for additional concessions, but it was resoundedly rejected. Uh, Again, that's in a statement from uh, from Clark, uh, a representative of the players. The clock's ticking on the start of the season. As one official indicates, pitchers would need up to four weeks to get ready. The timeline puts a hopeful July 4th start in jeopardy unless a deal is done ASAP. And this is an article from a couple days ago. Since day one, players have been committed to getting back on the field as soon as possible said St. Louis Cardinals reliever Andrew Miller, who's on the executive board. We've attempted to get games to our fans only to be rebuked by the league. Uh, This will will only play more – they will only play more games if we are willing to make concessions on salary against a prior agreement. We have a responsibility as a group to protect our players and future generation of players, so we reject Major League Baseball's attempt to divide the players. The league believes language in March agreement might allow Commissioner Rob Manfred uh, to basically make a decision on how many games are played this year, though uh, players have to sign off on an expanded postseason, an approximate 50-game season, Uh, and and it's not that level of interest is very low uh, at the player level. It says play about 25% of the season for 25% pay that's not worth the risk and I just don't mean COVID-19 a player that that was not named said just one week ago one hamstring pull or another shoulder soreness and players will shut it down that's the that's the level we're living in owners say they simply don't have the cash flow to pay full prorated salaries I consider baseball has halted uh, all the all but 10 days before opening day um the league itself does not make a lot of cash. Cubs owners Tom Ricketts said Tuesday, said, I think there's a perception that we hoard cash and we take money out and it's all sitting in a pile we've collected over the years. Well, that's just not the case because no one anticipated a pandemic. So, well, Mr. Ricketts, I think that, that enhances that, that statement. Uh, planning maybe wasn't there. Players say they aren't giving up hope for a season, but they claim they need the league's help to make that happen. The sides remain far and far apart. Uh, in in this time of unprecedented suffering at home and abroad, players want nothing more than to get back to work and provide baseball fans with the game that they love, but we cannot do it alone. Uh, that came from Mr. Clark as well. I'm, I'm torn. <laughs> I'm torn because I understand – the economical impact to the franchise do i think they have no cash flow i think that's probably i think that's probably farthest from the truth do i think they could get creative and use merchandising dollars to, to circumvent some of this 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 loss you know do you say here here's a prorated salary but and again let their likeness be the driver you know, I will give you 50% of your likeness items. You know, if somebody buys a I don't know, Bryce Harper bobblehead, well good, Bryce, you'll get half of that. If they buy you know, if they buy uh 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 Mookie Betts, you know, jersey, well Mookie, we'll 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 hook you up with a percentage of that. You, you know what I'm saying? I I just think there's ways to to get where you want to be and, and still let it be let it ride the line of volatility that this pandemic is giving us. And, and what I mean by that is and, and on the player side of things, I think you got to understand what are you willing to do? And here's the thing. I think you lay out the criteria, and this is just me, and this is me knowing that I go to work every day and I make, you know, my salary in my lifetime won't probably equal up to a salary some of these guys make in one year. Uh, I, I'm putting that out there, but here's what I'm putting out there. Here's the guidelines. will you play? They say no. I go to AAA. I go to AAA and yeah Jason Ward says well let them go uh, let them go local work for for about 35k a year. Uh, athletes are way overpaid anyway i totally agree jason give us a call and we'll chat about it but yeah in my opinion you just walk it down you say here's the lineup here's what we'll pay here's what we're willing to do this and and again explain that back end situation like the reason we're doing this is because here's this budget and now this is the revenue that we're generating it there's this gap and and i think you look at it and you can you you know you can say uh triple a hey, you guys willing to come up and play in the big leagues uh, for, for this money? There's going to be a lot of guys that say, yeah, there'll be some that say no because, again, they're they're trying to protect that trajectory. But there's going to be those guys that have been battling in AAA, triple AA, AAA for years and years and years and may have never had the opportunity to come to the league that'll take it. If AAA doesn't fill the rosters, go to A. Honestly, I don't know that this wouldn't provide better baseball in some ways because – the guys at the top are so good that they, they cover so much ground, there's no there's no chaos, it's anyway, go to double A. Say hey, go go right down here to Kodak. Go to Tennessee Smokey, say, Hey, you wanna play for the Cubs? You wanna jump up to the Cubs? Oh, you you're good with that money? Well cool, he wasn't, so you're cool with it? Sign the deal, put him down to double A. Maybe they shut down the farm system this year and, and and you know what? And once you're relegated to the farm system, you get farm system money. I, I get the players, and, and and what they're wanting to do is they're not wanting to concede to a point to where it's gonna, you know, basically stunt the growth of of their contracts for years and years to come. But I feel like, you know, it's it's kind of like a tree. I think every now and again you gotta cut that thing back or it's gonna get out of control. And I think major league baseball contracts have been out of control. So I mean it's hard for me to justify I'm not willing to pay i I'm not willing to play for one and two million dollars a year. Talk about shoulder soreness and a, and a tweak this or a tweak that I'll tweak whatever anybody needs me to do for two million dollars. Straight up. Straight up. I'll go play. I'll go play major league baseball for the same money I'm making right now right now. So that that very that very dynamic just has to be addressed. I mean, we what are you about? And again, personal interest has to be a part of it because that's your career. That's your your you know, a lot of these players they want to play for for however many years they are going to play, 15, 20 years, and then they don't want to work again. And I get that. I mean, there's a there's a trajectory you're building that this is this is kind of flattening the curve on your side, too. And I get that. But, you got to understand that, and I think this is what this is showing the owners, and I think it's what it's showing the, I hope it's what it's showing the players. Without fans, it's just a pickup game. Without fans, without revenue generated by fans, it's not worth the money being spent. Point blank, end of story, serious. So... In my opinion, uh th- this needs to get done or it needs to get out of the way because you know, football's trying to do their thing. I think next next Monday will be the first day people are on campus excited about that. Uh and, and then from there, um, you, you know, I I feel like they they are they're not doing what I felt like NASCAR did a really good job of. They're not using the window that was given them to be by themselves. They're not using it. And and the thing is is we're talking about it on the radio, so maybe they're getting the pub they wanted. But to me, it will be short-lived if, if this continues to to crunch and crunch and crunch, and it becomes more about the dollar than the game and, and being about what they say they're about, which is getting baseball back to the fans. But let's take us a quick break. Uh, listen to these great sponsors it's been 17 quick minutes into the six to seven hour but just listen let's listen to these local sponsors uh, that help out the grind and can help you out in anything you need but we'll be right back you don't want to miss it or go to DonnaCry.com. M-I-G is an equal housing lender.
2: Celebrate being outdoors this year with your grilling headquarters at Rural King. At this week's Rudy Special will add extra flavor to your grilling. A 20-pound bag of Griller's Gold Pellets is normally $11.99, but for a limited time, they're now two for $12. Bucks. Choose from hickory, fruitwood, or competition flavors. Bring the best out of your grilled foods this summer with two bags for 12 bucks while supplies last at your neighborhood Rural King, America's farm and home store. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work
1: or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time.
3: Your local Blunt County Community Food Connection is still open, serving local families in time of need and hardship. We provide prepackaged groceries to help meet your nutritional and dietary needs. The Community Food Connection is open Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon for drive-up delivery only. Residents are asked to remain in their vehicle so that our volunteers may safely distribute the food. Directions as to how to enter and depart the facility will be clearly displayed. We thank you for your cooperation and look forward to serving you at your Blunt County Community Food Connection. Have you been asking yourself if
1: it's time to take that business idea and make it a reality? Do you need help with marketing or getting a leg up on the competition? Then check out my friends at 42nd Street Marketing right here in Maryville. A company invested in Blunt County and ready to help. They can take your business to the next level. Mike, Janet, and the staff at 42nd Street are a dream to work with, and I'm proud to say that they built the grindonsports.com into what it is today. But if you need marketing and maybe don't know where to start, check out my guys at 42nd Street Marketing right here in Maryville. Their phone number is 865-982-7007. Or you can check out their work online, 42sd.com. Again, phone line is 865-982-7007 or online at 42SD.com. Check them out! I think you'll be glad you did.
2: Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses serving Blunt County for over 30 years. Everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping,
1: On Apple Podcast and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything the grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com.
0: We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports.
1: Welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Friday edition of The Grind. Excited to, to talk a little recruiting, talk a little football, and it's always fun uh, to kind of dig in a little bit uh, about Jeremy Pruitt. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt, uh, known as a great recruiter, uh, known as a great you, you know football mind and kind of uh, – kind of spoken in uh, in a, a lot of high circles as, as far as his ability uh, to get the players he wants. I, I guess is a really good ap- uh, a approach uh, to what was said, but uh, Saturdays Down South dropped an article there just a few days ago talking about Jeremy Pruitt has a reputation as one of the best recruiters in the SEC, followed after his time at Alabama, Georgia, Florida State, and then now uh, tennessee he said apparently the volunteers head coach didn't always start that way as his uh his reputation took some time to earn and uh he was on a a football preview show uh from from basically mobile alabama and uh, tennessee's head man talked about uh a coaching story that uh, he'd probably like to have back but obviously as his trajectory is proven it did not really slow him down very much um I thought it was good that Pruitt opened up. I mean, when he first got to Tennessee, I thought uh, uh, he was to coin a phrase that was used one time uh, that I feel like is probably pretty accurate. He was fiddle string tight. He was uh, he was pretty uh, close to the cuff, and uh, as he's stayed at Tennessee, as he's ingrained himself in big orange country, uh, he opens up uh, early and often. But he, he did so in this. But uh, here's what he said. It was early times in his tenure – with Alabama, he said that uh, he said the way Pruitt tells it, Saban as as there was some coaching staff changes and different things going on. He was he was an off the field coach, and then as a the guy leaves, he 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 has to be you know put on the road. And he said he was assigned to the Mobile, Alabama slash Pensacola, Florida kind of window. Uh, he said that helped Alabama recruit during his time as player development coach. Uh, And then as some assistants, like I said, left, it opened a road spot for Pruitt. Said the Crimson Tide were recruiting guys like Nico Johnson, Trent Richardson, and A.J. McCarron in that window. I said, so Coach Saban told me. He said, listen, Jeremy, uh, we're in a really good spot with these guys. I want you to go down there and recruit for this week. Uh, Talk to the guys. We we feel pretty good about it. And he said, at the end of the week, I'm going to send Coach Joe – Pendry and Coach Jim McElwain down to do a home visit uh, with a couple of these guys. I just want you to report to me every night what's going on. It's like a stakeout. That kind of freaked me out a little bit because I'm like, if that's what you do with just the coaches you throw on the road, what are you doing with the guys that actually get paid really well? So, he Jeremy Pruitt says I go down there. I'm feeling like I'm doing a great job calling Coach Saban every night. And, you know he's saying what's going on at AJ's house. And it, you, you know he said I've heard a lot of talk about Tennessee coming down there. Lane Kiffin at the time uh, Tennessee's coach wants to talk to AJ. Uh, and he goes, is there any truth to that? And Pruitt again doing the great job he thought he was doing. He said no. He said no, Coach. I've sat outside his house every night. I watched. Nobody coming in. So on Thursday, Coach McElwain, Coach Pendry, they fly into Mobile, and he said, I picked them up, and we're going straight to A.J.'s house. They want to do that one first. A.J. McCarron ended up being a great player at Alabama, and so they wanted to lock that one down. He said, we pulled up into A.J.'s house, and I, I had to write a dress, make the vehicles were all the same that were there, and that knocked on the door several times, and this little old lady – comes to the door and kind of kind of shocks me he said I'm thinking well this must be AJ's grandmother and I said yeah excuse me ma'am is AJ here and she said who he said I kind of stopped and said AJ McCarran." she said no baby he lives four houses down that way <laughs> oh lord I mean it's funny now, but at the time, I mean, he was probably pinching pennies. So right now, right then, he said, anxiety kind of peaked on me. He said, I was like, oh, my goodness. I've been watching the wrong house for a week. And the, the OC right there looking at him, Jim McElwain looked at him and said, great job, Pruitt. <laughs> I took a lot from that article because I thought it was hilarious. One, Jeremy Pruitt's a polished guy right now. He is. He, he has a plan. He has things he wants to do. He's he's aggressive because he knows that plan, and he's a little bit well beyond obviously that occurrence there. But I just thought that that led us into a, a small scope of one how Nick Saban operates. He had a on the road recruiter in a town in a community, couple towns maybe, to where literally. All they did was contact the players and watch their house. That's kind of scary. That's a little that's a little creeper-ish. Creeper-esque, if you will. I'm like, if that's what you do with those guys, what do you do with the real guys? And maybe, maybe I'm I'm maybe I'm tracing rabbits here. I don't I don't know, but I, I'm just like. What in in any realm of of reality does it make sense for for you to just watch a guy's house? I mean, because what are you going to do? Blaine Kiffin shows up. Just just put it out there. Like so, Tennessee shows up. Do you just? He was here for nineteen minutes. He had a duffel bag, <laughs> you know, because that was Kiffin. Well, he probably had some some extra visitors. But anyway, uh, I digress. But what? What do you do? So, if somebody shows up, do they send McElwain earlier? If somebody shows up, do you, does Saban call him on the phone and kind of bridge that gap? Like, hey, so maybe, maybe not. You got some visitors today. I um, just wanted to let you know uh, we still want you here. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but that just that just shocked me to that to that extent. And then it also, I think it just speaks to. It speaks to the pressure these guys are under uh, because it's not its not. I need you to, to go recruit A.J. McCarron. It's I want you to watch his house. I want you to stay in town. This is going to happen at the end of the week. This is the way we're going to progress through this recruitment, and I believe at the end of it we'll get him. That's the level of, of critique I think has to be there all the time in today's college sports for this thing to work. And is that is that more or less or, or, or whatever than, than before? I don't know, but that just blew my mind. Like I was I was I knew recruiting was a hardcore thing. I knew they stayed on the road and I knew they visited a lot of people. But I thought it was a matter of I'm in your home today and then I go on and I, I meet with other people and then I'll call you call you every day or 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 what have you but they literally they literally had Jeremy Pruitt sitting outside A.J. McCarron's house for a week at least and I don't know what the coach that Jeremy Pruitt was replacing did but it's hard pressed for me to think it was anything else it may not have been at, at, at A.J. McCarron's house but it was at somebody's house so I guess there's a there's a level of respect for for assistant coaches in college football that that I utmost respect now because a lot of their, uh, I mean they watch like another stakeout and and start sweating because that's that's their life, they're they're just they're just chilling like watching, going over there and speaking, coming back. Like and that's another thing. If it took until Thursday or Friday for Jeremy Pruitt to understand that's not AJ's house, he must have never saw AJ. (laughs) I'm just I'm a little I'm a little that that's just funny to me. But I I think it was good that Pruitt let that out, and and I think it shows maybe some of these younger coaches that that you you don't have to be perfect. Uh, You don't you don't have to. You know, there's things that's gonna happen and it's how you rebound because Jeremy Pruitt uh, from a worker standpoint showed his grid at Alabama first and foremost, and then he went to to Florida State, or actually I think yeah, he went to Florida State, then he went to Georgia, then he came back to Alabama and, and then is now at Tennessee. So the trajectory showed that one bad week doesn't change the the, the outlook of what you're going to get or what your what your value is with Nick Saban or, or with with recruiting in the Southeastern Conference. But they end up getting A.J. McCarron, so I mean I don't think it mattered at some level, but uh, they had to walk about four houses away from where Jeremy Pruitt had uh, stood stakeout uh, for an entire week. But I think it's uh, it says we've all got stories of messing up on the job early in her career. Pruitt just happened to do it while working under Nick Saban. Uh, and scouting a, a a quarterback target that later would go to the Crimson Tide. It said in the end, obviously worked out for both parties. As McCarron went on to play at Alabama, and uh, Pruitt's done okay for himself uh, otherwise as well. But it's uh it, it's funny uh, that 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 was out there, and and I, I I think that's some of that creative, um I don't want to say creative, but that's some of that uh, character and that's some of that personality that I don't think. Uh, I don't think a lot of us get because Pruitt's obviously reeling them in left and right. So there's a personable side of him that we're not seeing, and he's obviously putting that on display uh, on the recruiting trail. But I think uh, he he can look at guys, especially like the the newest, the uh, the Shelton Feltons, the the Jimmy Brumballs, the guys who are new to Tennessee, and just says, get out there and be you, and and we'll work on the rest uh, when we get them to campus. Uh, because I think he has a really really good feel. That he's going to be able to do that, but uh, another thing we're going to we're going to take us another little break. Uh, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, speaking of Alabama, Alabama has something they're going to have to deal with. As in looking down the barrel of getting guys back on campus, it was released yesterday. Five Crimson Tide players tested positive for COVID nineteen. Nobody says they still have. COVID-19 but during this pandemic they have tested and are dealing with COVID-19. So we'll talk about what that's going to look like for Bama and how could it help or hurt the rest of the conference. We'll see what that is on the flip side. You're listening to The Grind 100.9 FM 850 AM and streaming at WKBL.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it. or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing
3: lender. The Blunt Partnership is committed to leading the Blunt County business community through this coronavirus outbreak. We will continue to be a resource for all businesses as well as supplying up-to-date information for our community. Please check out our website for updated information at www.bluntchamber.com or search for Blunt Chamber on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
1: on Apple Podcast and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com.
0: In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit SalvationArmyUSA.org.
1: Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time.
0: Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to the grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports.
1: And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Friday edition of The Grind. Excited? Uh, to be near another weekend, but we've still got about 22 minutes to grind here left on on a Friday edition. Sources tell a a local Bama affiliate on Thursday that as many as five Bama players, Alabama football players, have tested positive for COVID-19 as the team reported back to campus this week. Bama Insider reached out to the university officials who were unable to confirm at that time stating player privacy regulations. Late Thursday afternoon, Alabama Interim Vice President and Strategic Communication President uh, Ryan Bradley provided a statement uh, to a local affiliate that said, the health and safety of our student-athletes will be our top priority. Resources and protocols are in place to ensure they receive the best medical care. When returning to campus, due to privacy laws, we cannot share information-specific information specific to any of the student athletes. Uh, a CBS affiliate later Thursday noted uh, that none of the players tested posi- that, that did test positive showed prior symptoms. Uh, they also reported that the list of players included a lineman, a couple skilled players, and one quarterback. So that limits a little bit of who, who that may be. But it said last week SEC presidents and chancellors voted to allow voluntary voluntary but understood mandatory in-person athletic activities on campus beginning monday june the 8th these activities must be supervised and comply with safety guidelines created by each institution noon yesterday on thursday tuscaloosa county in alabama had reported a total of 836 confirmed cases of covid 383 which had come in these last 14 days, Tuscaloosa County would, was put on the CDC's uh, COVID-19 County National Watch List. So, uh, again, a little volatile situation there. As 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 a few guys uh, getting some some news they didn't know they needed uh, when they were they were asymptomatic and have tested positive for COVID-19. I, what does that tell people? And, and you know I'm I'm a you know I'm a get back to it, get back to some semblance uh, kind of guy, but I, I think this is that's a glimpse of what could be uh, asymptomatic or not have the, were were they early on enough? What what do we got to do? So I I'm interested in 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 lieu of this discovery, five players asymptomatic at the time test positive. Do you test every day? Do you test every seven days? At what frequency do you keep this thing from exploding? And I say that because I don't know exactly what you how you plug it in. I don't know what you do uh, to be able to to feel confident uh, with your detectability. Because I mean, at that rate, again, just in Tuscaloosa County, what they're seeing at that rate. You could go from no cases to a hundred in a seven day window on a football team. Not that you're going to give it to everybody and I know I know that's that's about the number you're gonna have maxed out, but you could literally I mean you could you could have 20 a week and then once they get it, what do you do? Are those guys sidelined? What happens if this happens in the regular season? This all and, and I'm not the first person to make this comment. I may just be the first one to talk about it on the radio. They're going to have to figure out what that looks like from a, from a, a planning standpoint. And they're going to have to look at what that looks like from a, how do we recover? You know, if these guys go out, like everybody's going to have to have a buddy. If he goes out, this is the guy we plug in. If this guy goes out, this is who we plug in. The only problem is, is when both those guys get the, get the deal. Because I think I think it's 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 very much a thing that we're going to have to live through with, and uh, and be conscious of uh, for some time moving forward. But Alabama's maybe the first that I've heard in this this most close to to return SEC timing, uh, but they won't be the last. Uh, this will be something that that hits us a few times over the next few weeks uh, and leading up to the season. It's going to hit some people during the season, and how they react will will dictate how uh how this season progresses if it progresses cuz i think they this was phase 1 phase 2 I, i'm not sure what what the the hierarchy looks like but it is a phase to determine the viability of a football season and and alabama five players testing positive is not a positive sign uh for a season Moving forward, but uh, but nonetheless, I, th- I think you got to roll with it. You, you no pun intended, uh, the tide has to roll with it, and uh, I think you you've got to look at at what uh, what the 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 impact is and just plan around it. You may not be able to have you an assistant coach sitting in AJ McCarron's driveway, uh, but you can have a player that's that's developing a, a recovery plan should every player that is a projected starter goes down. I think some of those things are already there based on injuries and whatever but instead of having a three deep, you may want to have a five deep instead of having a five deep and I, and, and I think subconsciously maybe not released to the media there already is this, but I think you just you have to understand every person that could go down there's a possibility now, uh, a real possibility that's not injury related and you got to know how to quickly respond and how to get those guys the reps they need to be to be serviceable etc cetera, etc cetera, so on and so forth. So Alabama's the first one to uh, to publicly have to maybe answer that question, uh, but again, it's something the entire conference, the entire nation, more than likely, according to where you're at in the country, will have to deal with uh going into this 2020 projected football season but let's take our last break of the day listen to these great sponsors when we come back 92 days until it's football time in tennessee reggie white albert hainsworth is just the vols we'll talk about and there's more and more to come as the nfl has produced a lot of good 92s and there's a lot that happened in 1992 to talk about here on the friday edition but let's take our break listen to these great sponsors and we'll get back in just a minute you don't want to miss it
0: Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports.
1: Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Mariville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time.
2: Pet owners love watching their pets enjoy life. But when you see your pet constantly scratching in misery, might be time to come out to Rule King for flea medicine. And now, get $5 off flea or tick prevention products for dogs or cats from Bayer. That's $5 off Seresto, Advantage 2, and Canine Advantix 2. Hurry in, because this is while supplies last. While you're there, be sure to check out all the fun toys your pet will love from your neighborhood rural king, America's farm and home store.
1: or go to com. M-I-G is an equal housing lender.
3: A public service announcement from Knox Area Rescue Ministries and your friends at Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. During the Safer at Home order, Knox Area Rescue Ministries has continued to provide a home to those without one. It's shown why CARM is an essential business in our community. CARM Stores was recently designated as an essential business as well. CARM Stores, thank you for your previous support and are excited to announce the reopening of donation centers and stores. As we resume receiving your generous donations, we recognize that business might not be completely as usual. We will continue to monitor guidelines from local officials and practice safe social distancing recommendations. We appreciate your continued support of Knox Area Rescue Ministries and CARM stores as we remain dedicated to serving the homeless, needy, and vulnerable during this time. A public service announcement from Knox Area Rescue Ministries and your friends at Blunt Broadcasting Corporation.
0: We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports.
1: And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Friday edition of The Grind, 92 days until it's football time in Tennessee. So the number we're counting it down is number 92, a number that is retired for the University of Tennessee football program, and rightfully so. Reggie White, the guy who who got that done, who made that that happen for his time at Tennessee, and then his time in the NFL. But, uh, but notably uh, his greatness in general uh, that, that made that 92 prolific and immortal. So number one on the 92 countdown is Mr. Reggie White. Uh, again, NFL activity happened in 85, but he was, he was on Tennessee's roster from 80 to 83. Uh, he he wor- worked in the NFL 85 to 2015 year career. 198 sacks 33 forced fumbles three interceptions he was a pro football hall of fame inductee 2006 13 time pro bowler eight time all pro chattanooga tennessee product defensive tackle defensive end as a player greatness uh embodied the minister of defense and he was a special special player uh, for tennessee we lost him too soon had had the uh, passed away in his sleep had the the sleep apnea situation uh, which is was something that that really claimed several people before we understood what had happened um, but Reggie White will always be remembered uh, as that he he also is is rated in the best athletes of all time um, and he's also uh, he's listed at a lot of all-time great uh, list on uh, a lot of different websites. Uh, number two in the, in the all around uh, version of number ninety two, Michael Strahan, uh, and I'll I'll never forget that little skit that uh, was talking about Michael Strahan. How about them cowboys? Um, Michael Strahan, a Super Bowl champ. Uh, he was actually a Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee, twenty fourteen. Seven time Pro Bowler, four time All Pro, had eight hundred and fifty four tackles. 141 and a half sacks, 24 forced fumbles, and four picks in a in a career that lasted 14 years, 1993 to 2007, and again was a part of those that Giants Super Bowl championship there uh, early on in Eli's career. Uh, there there's some other guys, James Harrison, another number 92 that I'm pretty sure um, is and could and maybe uh, still could play. Uh, a little bit at the NFL level. He played 15 years, 2002 to 2017, for a, a couple franchises, most notably uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He had 793 tackles, 84 and a half sacks, 34 forced fumbles, and eight interceptions. A five time Pro Bowler, two time first team All Pro out of Akron, Ohio, outside linebacker. James Harrison was a force to be reckoned with. If you've ever, if you've never seen some of his workout videos, you should, because he's he's a monster. It's one of those things you'll always uh, you'll look and and it's just you won't notice it, but all of a sudden your mouth will start falling open because it's just terrible how crazy strong this cat is. Uh, a few other names on the list, and I won't give you their their whole accolades, but Richard Seymour, a top rated number ninety two, Lester Archimball. Uh, he played ninety to two thousand. He played for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he was out of Montville, New Jersey. Uh, Cliff April, a number ninety-two. Elvis Dumervil, uh, a former Bronco, number ninety-two. Haloti Nada, he's the ninety-two that that people keep up with. Marcus Davenport, uh, and then Sean Big Man Ellis wore ninety-three at Tennessee, but wore number ninety-two for the New York football jets uh 2000 to 2011 was his was his tenure in the NFL where he tallied 566 tackles 73 and a half sacks 13 forced fumble and one rumbling stumbling interception for the jets two-time pro bowler out of Anderson South Carolina by way of the University of Tennessee defensive end Sean Ellis Albert Hainsworth another former vault uh, 2002 to 2011 was his career in the NFL. 347 tackles, 30 and a half sacks, six forced fumbles. A two time Pro Bowler, two time All Pro out of Hartsville, South Carolina. Defensive tackle out of the University of Tennessee, Albert Hainsworth. These are all time number 92 listing, uh, not just Tennessee players. I'm trying to look down through here. Don Tory Poe, Michael Dean Perry. Uh, off the Cleveland Browns uh, team member him, um, Ted Washington from the Buffalo Bills, Anthony McFarland for the Colts, Frosty Rucker, uh, who played uh, looks like he played for the Browns as well, uh, a, a big time big man uh, nonetheless. Trying to look. Dun, dun, dun. That's about it. That's about it as far as there's a a lot of hockey players to wear 92, and Jeff could give us some background on that, but I just don't have it in me. Uh, Tennessee's all-time 92s, if you look at at Vols that wore number 92, of course Reggie White, uh, who passed away in 2004 at the age of 43, collected a school record, 32 sacks in his four years with the Vols to establish himself as the most prolific pass rusher in Tennessee history, record that stood until just a couple years ago that Derek Barnett took took down uh, at the, the finale of his time at Tennessee. Fifteen of those sacks came in his senior year of 1983, a campaign that former Vols head coach Philip Fulmer, current athletic director, called the most individually dominant season I've ever seen. Again, known as the Minister of Defense, he went on to a 17-year pro career, retiring as the NFL's all-time sack leader uh, when he retired. He was elected to the College Football Hall of Fame in 2002. Uh, he graduated from Tennessee in 1990, coming back and getting that complete, and then his number was retired in 2005. Uh, Vernon Buddy Lyons wore it, a left guard for the Vols in 1949-51. Stan Trott wore number 92, 69, and 70. But Leonard McKellar, J.B. Merritt, Herman Weaver – terry russell carlos reves mark needham brian walker shane bonham jeff coleman albert hainsworth and justin harrell got to wear the number uh before it was retired in 2005 but so currently no vol will now nor ever wear number 92 and it's because it was retired for one and only uh reggie white 1992 saw a lot of uh Events happen. Uh, you, you saw uh, 1992 Alabama had won the, the national championship in football. That was a Jay Barker, uh, Gene Stallings-led Alabama team, um, and that was the first year that the Southeastern Conference had split into divisions. Uh, looking down the list of things that had happened, um, a- as far as nationally or worldwide, uh, I'm trying to trying to run through this. President of the United States, George H.W. Bush, uh, meets with President of Russia Boris Yeltsin at Camp David. They uh, they officially end the Cold War in February of 1992 and uh, that begins uh, some deportation of American troops out of that area. So a really nice uh, finish uh, in 1992 for that. Other things that were going on, I'm trying to find out people who maybe were born in 1992 because that always... Uh, that always makes me feel a lot older uh, once I know uh, that people that are that are playing at the current moment were probably born uh, in the 90s. So, uh, Mac Miller, American rapper, singer, and record producer, was born in 1992. Uh, Sasha Banks, American professional wrestler, uh, was born in 1992. Uh, Karen Fulkahara, uh, she's an actress. I don't know her, or I know her face, but I don't know her. I didn't know that was her name. Um, was born in 1992, uh, and looks like a lot of singers, a lot of actresses born in 1992. Uh, South Korea, there's a there's a South Korean rapper that was born in ni- 1992 named Mino. That's a Mino rapper. I'm guaranteeing it. Uh, I would I would argue that that's probably very good. Uh, April 26th. That's my little brother's birthday. Aaron Judge, born in 1992, so again another one of those uh, those 1992 producing uh, a great athlete and, and an athlete that hopefully, uh, if we can get to to where we know uh, what money we're gonna make, um, we'll know how much he's gonna play. Harrison Barnes, basketball player, was born in 92. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, born in number in 19. 19- 92. so a lot of a uh, lot of professional athletes uh, comes out every year but again those are some of the names uh, that comes to mind Austin Rivers American basketball player Selena Gomez uh, singer uh, born in in 1992 but uh, nonetheless 1992 represents 92 days until it's football time in Tennessee but of course we've ran out of time fastest hour here in Blunt County has come to an end for yet another week don't miss the top of the hour jason swain and the swain event but come back monday as we'll grind it some more next week on hot sport topics of the week we'll talk it all but if you're on your way to work or on your way home take care be safe and yes grind on